Hey tribe, welcome to Word Up with Danny Katz, your one-stop 5D superhero listening spot. Now, here at Word Up, we host a number of different podcast series, including Words Are Matter, Planetary Service Announcements, Witchy Life Hacks, The Conscious Awesome Show with my amazing co-host, Justin Polgar. It's where we play Spot the Propaganda together, and it's where we have high-vibe, deep-diving conversations with amazing humans. So be sure to hit that subscribe button and stay tuned for this week's episode. Big girl and big boy panties are strongly recommended and encouraged for today's planetary service announcement, which is called The Woke Pandemic. Before we dive into this episode, I'm reminding you to like and share, as well as to subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss an episode of Word Up, your favorite podcast. As well, if you're wanting to see this one in video format, you can head over to my Odyssey channel where I host all of our Word Up podcasts as videos. And as you're inspired to learn more about propaganda, about the various ways that the social engineers are attempting to mess with us, check out my new book, Pop Propaganda, an Illustrated Guide, on sale now through the link in the show notes. Without any further ado, Enjoy today's show. Hey guys, it's Danny with a planetary service announcement, which kind of bleeds in towards our matter because we're going to be talking about language and we're going to be talking about the viruses and toxins that move through humanity through language. So heads up, big girl panties, big boy panties, required, encouraged. This is a grown-up conversation for self-responsible adults who can handle our triggers. The act of introducing oneself with our pronouns or putting our pronouns in our Zoom profile, our dating profile, leading with pronouns is an act of aggression. It's basically an act of war. It is a way of poking at other humans. It's a way of flaunting our ideologies, wearing them on our sleeve, and verily demanding that people sign on or face the repercussions that come along in not going along with people's ideologies. So here's the thing with the pronouns, and this is a larger conversation. It's actually not only about pronouns, but For whatever reason, this is where I'm starting. But what we're really talking about is a larger virus, and we can call it the woke virus, but it's a frequency that is functioning to divide and enslave humanity. And I started talking about this back in 2013 when I saw it being inserted into the culture through identity politics, which all the way back then, I was saying, hey guys, let's pay attention. This is fragmenting us. This is separating us. This is creating unnecessary division, and this is seeding the groundwork for dehumanization. So what I'm talking about is a larger frequency band that is an infection that is harming humanity. And this has nothing to do with the people who are choosing to carry the virus around, because in 
most cases, the people who are moving the virus around don't even realize it. And know what I'm talking about the virus, I'm talking about separation and dehumanization. I'm not talking about a bioweapon. Notice this, notice in our culture, like it's the, the people who are lobbying for forced injections are, it's the exact same frequency and it's the exact same conversation around naming our pronouns or virtue signaling, which we're gonna get into, right? These are all symptoms of the exact same toxin. But going back to the pronouns, there are few instances where people's pronouns don't line up with their forward-facing gender, right? A scant few. And in those instances, getting beyond the co-opting of the word they, which already has an established definition, but let's just say we're talking about someone who authentically has a different gender identity and is inviting to be called, say, Zizem. The polite way to bring this into the conversation is when it's relevant, when it's actually up, when someone refers to someone as a her and then that that zer could say, oh, you know what, I actually prefer zer, when it's timely and when it's relevant. But when we lead with these pronouns, it's forcing something aggressively when it's not even relevant. And this is a telltale sign of this virus that I'm talking about, and it's something that you'll see in terms of generalized woke virtue signaling, is that it's inserted into conversations when it's irrelevant and off topic and it doesn't belong. Which is basically what happens when we lead with these things. Like, I was on a Zoom call yesterday, it's a Gene Keys call, and someone had his pronouns, and this is the other thing, if you're a dude and you present as a dude, why do you need to tell us to call you he, him? Like, we know this, it's not relevant, that's just virtue signaling and mindlessly playing into a virus that is attempting to destroy humanity. But, so there's this leading with it when it's not relevant and when the way that we share in these calls, no one's using anyone's pronouns anyway. I mean, just this, this ownership, this possessiveness of pronouns is part of the problem, it's so fucking lame. But. I mean, just to, just to finish that thought, not only did this person have his he, him in his, like next to his name, which is so stupid. It's like saying, it's like me leading with, oh, by the way, I breathe oxygen. Like it's not relevant, no one cares and we all do. But in the middle of the call, he changed his pronouns to he, they, where I'm like, Okay, way to be present on the call, way to be focused on your fellow community members and how we're sharing, but you, did you just have some like come to Jesus existential gender overhaul moment in the middle of our call that you decided to all of a sudden change yourself to a plural? When the pronouns never even came up. But when we lead with these things, it's aggressive. It's like, shoving our ideology into other people's faces and verily daring them to push back on our indoctrination. But so another example of the inorganic sort of contrived nature of virtue signaling is a friend of mine, I think he's still a friend, was doing a video about an air purifying product. And the example he was pointing to to sell this product was his neighbor's garage was set on fire. It was a case of arson, right? And being that close to a fire, he was recommending this product. But instead of keeping it on topic, he gave us a two minute 
like wide-eyed emotional plea about climate change and these wildfires happening in California. P.S. I'm born and raised in California and those aren't wildfires. But it was off topic. Like climate crisis had nothing to do with anything he was talking about. But because, and this is, you know, I'm not saying anything negative about my friend. We're all susceptible to programming. But this is how this virus moves through, moves through us, right? In the same way that when we have parasites, parasites demand carbs. Parasites are demanding sugar. This is what parasites need so that they can propagate and they can perpetuate. This is the same thing. This virus needs us to assert this virtue signaling bullshit into conversations where it doesn't belong and where it's irrelevant to perpetuate it, right? So this is one thing to notice in terms of starting to clock this frequency and this virus is when this shit comes up in conversation where it's irrelevant, where it doesn't belong. Like the guy who I referenced who said, I'm reading a book written by a woman of color when the conversation has nothing to do with anyone's skin color. It was irrelevant. It was off topic. It's that virus needing to to insert itself into the conversation, attaching itself to a weakened self-esteem that says, I need you to think I'm virtuous, right? So that's where we're responsible is because we have these unhealed, unintegrated traumas and wounds, this shady, not fully developed self-esteem. That's what the virus attaches onto it, attaches on our need to be liked, our need to be part of the herd, our need to control how other people think of us. So that's where we're responsible and where our smartest move in sort of making ourselves impervious to this virus is healing and integrating those wounds so that it doesn't have anything to attach onto. And just going back, I cannot underscore enough, if you present as a woman and you're a heterosexual cis person, there is no need to tell anyone your pronouns. Like, please do not sign on to this Michigas. And if you are someone who is choosing to identify differently than how you present, then A, don't go stealing they, which already has an established definition and is now being rebranded and used to further fragment the culture by the social engineers, right? But go ahead and make your pronoun preferences when they're relevant and timely. When someone uses a pronoun that doesn't jive with you, that is the correct moment in terms of etiquette to invite um, people. And again, invite. It's, it, we cannot demand that other people cede to our wishes in terms of how they choose to use language. But when we're making requests, wait until it's actually timely. Don't lead with it, which is an aggressive move that only serves to put people on the defensive and make them feel unsafe. So when we're talking about, like there's all this conversation right now about a pandemic and a virus and we're just gonna sidestep the definitions and, and all the sort of nuance around that conversation. But the real virus that has paved the way for this division and this dehumanization, this extreme polarization that we're seeing is this, this toxic frequency of separation that is moving through our culture as wokeness or as virtue signaling, right? And so I liken it to every time a person, and again, a totally well-meaning person who doesn't realize that they are infected with this virus, but anytime a person virtue signals to other people, it is comparable to being infected with the bioweapon that people are calling this virus 
and sneezing in a crowded elevator, right? When we virtue signal in front of other people, we're spreading this virus, this frequency of extreme separation, division, and dehumanization that has us jockeying for biggest victim position or selling ourselves and our fellow humans down the river to convince people that we're virtuous because deep down we don't actually know ourselves as virtuous. Otherwise we wouldn't need to virtue signal. And again, I want you to pay attention, like scan through your life and notice who are the people who are totally on board with the genocidal injections and who are the people who are totally on board with forcing and mandating these injections even on people who don't feel aligned with having them. Notice it's the same frequency band. It has the same flavor and it's general, generally the same ideological adherence as those people who are naming their pronouns and who are telling us how many uh, people of color authors are in their library or who are posting, you know, just like dumb virtue signaling shit all around the social justice stuff. It's generally the same people, there's a lot of crossover there, right? That's not an accident. That is completely by design because it's the same frequency. It's the same toxin that is allowing this to happen. It, it, it was inserted in our culture through the social justice movement, and now it's moving into this forced injection, genocide, technocratic enslavement piece. Our wisest move in combating this real virus is one, don't take the bait, don't, define yourself by pronouns, don't identify with pronouns, don't even do that. If it's authentic to you, if it's really real, if you're that 0.0000001% who really feels like you were born in the wrong body, A, like so much compassion and so much empathy and all the blessings. And as that is the case, then invite and make your pronoun requests when they're relevant and topical. No need to lead with them and especially no need to lead with them if that description is not you, if you are presenting as the gender that you feel that you are and your pronouns are normal, then just don't mention it. And if you're still identify as the gender with which you're presenting and you think it's cool and hip to call yourself a they, knock that shit off. Like go heal whatever insecurity in you has you needing to play along with this linguistic affront that is only fragmenting society and, you know, strengthen, heal, integrate, get over it. Number two is don't sign on to other people's virtue signaling and call it out. Like when it's irrelevant, when it's off topic, do it with love, but be like, I don't understand why you're bringing that up. Like, am I missing something here? Why did you feel the need to mention that the, the author of this book you're reading um, is a melanated or a hyper melanated human or is a person of color or Latinx or whatever it is. Like I'm missing how that's relevant to what you're actually communicating. Like don't be a dick about it or be a dick about it, but definitely offer a reflection, be that pattern interrupt that allows the people who have been hijacked by this virus to wake up to it, to hear themselves, right? I don't think they hear themselves. So be that pattern interrupt that's like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm missing something. How does the fact that this is a person of color refer, make sense in what you're telling me? Like I'm not understanding the through line. Wake people up. And the other thing is, is if someone asks you to call like the pronoun thing, I mean, I just really advise a respectful note. If it's a Z, Zem, Zer in a person who's presenting differently than they feel, 
that feels the most respectful. But everything else, fuck it. Fuck this fucking nonsense. Like, no, we need to say no. And it's not just not complying with force mandates or force muzzling or sharing private medical information that's no one's business or the surveillance state or all that. It's no to this bullying, to ceding the linguistic territory, to signing on to people fear-mongering about climate crisis when what they're really talking about is an instance of arson as a means to sell an air purifier. Like, no, question, what is this uh, climate fear paranoia delivered through like super wide-eyed, like super emotional, like I'm so virtuous, I'm so concerned about this extinction that we're on the verge of, like, no, question it, point it out. Ask for clarification. Ask what the climate crisis fear-mongering has to do with the arson next door and this product that we're selling. Again, like wake people up to the virus that they don't even know they've been affected by. And it's not the bioweapon. It's this social justice, woke, fragmenting, identitarian, let's chop ourselves up into smaller and smaller pieces and then fight over who has it worse to keep us from unifying and coming together to say no to the oligarchs who are really the ones that are fucking it all up. Thanks for paying attention. Thanks for remembering that every word matters. They, you, our omniscopic amazingness. Have a rockin' day. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Word Up with Danny Katz. Be sure to give it a like to share it with your nearest and dearest. And remember to subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss a single episode of your very favorite podcast, Word Up with Danny Katz. We'll see you soon, tribe. <laughs>